hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Now, I know that might sound a bit airy-fairy and magical and too good to be true. Well, it is pretty magical, but trust me, this is a place for real conversations, for real people like you that can use things like that right now to change your life and maybe create a little magic of your own. There's no bullshit here. It's not how I roll. So if you're down to talk about real things, well, all of the things, then this is the place for you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. So excited to have you here. Um, The last several podcasts, man, Dan will tell you what, they've been exciting for me to share, and so I hope they've been excited for you guys to listen to, and uh, today the topic is going to be something that I've promised for a while, and something that I wanted, we've talked about in so many of the uh, other episodes, but I wanted to spend an entire um, little session here dedicated to it. So it is going to be, we're going to talk about morning routines. I'm going to tell you a little story first, though, because you know me. I like to tell the stories. So when I first started as an entrepreneur, I like I remember having to keep some sort of a routine. At the time, I was working another job as well, and so I was losing track of so many of the things that I wanted to get done. Like, there was just... I was trying to have intention behind what I was doing, but a lot of it was like putting out fires and, you know, cleaning up at the end of the day, or shall I say like fitting everything in towards the end of the day. And I remember um, probably about a year before I left working for someone else, I started to utilize my space a little bit differently, like the time that I had a little differently and allowed myself to be a lot more intentional Um, And it was a game changer. And one of the biggest things is how I started the day. And that really moved over into when I was working full time by myself or for myself without, you know, anybody to answer to really and without a schedule other than the one that I chose to keep. This was a game changer for me, like really, really honing in on the morning routine was so necessary. And at first, it was something I rebelled against because growing up, like, I just have never been a morning person. For those of you who are Friends fans, like, you have the episode of Friends where Rachel is in Joey's old bedroom and the guy across the hall or across, like, the, um, in the other apartment building sings the Mornings Here song really loudly and she gets really angry and agitated. Well, like, a lot of my friends are morning people and so they're like the guy who's singing Mornings Here and is so excited, and I am Rachel in that, <laughs> in that episode. And it was something that, though, I decided that I wanted to change, and it took me a lot of years. I'm still not somebody who rises at the crack of dawn and is, like, really excited about, you know, the fact that I'm awake, but <laughs> I do... I have changed a lot of the uh, the energy around that just because I've chosen to turn my morning into something that I really love, and I've trained myself to a really cool way that I open, I wake up, you know, the same time every day, and it's 
usually naturally, I usually wake up before my alarm goes off. I have it on just in case. Um, but, you know, even if, depending upon what's going on, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in depth, but I always have some sort of a morning routine, even if for some reason I do get up late or if, you know, it is a rushed morning, like I have an early morning appointment or something like that, I always adjust where needed. Um, and we'll talk about that shortly. But it, adjusting and just deciding that I was no longer going to be holding on to that label of I'm not a morning person or I don't like the mornings, um, that was a big thing for me. So I had to let go of that and realize like, well, guess what? If I am declaring to the world every day that I don't like morning, then I'm not going to like the morning. So it definitely was a lengthy process for me, but it was also by deciding how I started my morning was going to be so key. And you know, there are so many studies, like you can research this. There's scientific studies. There are, um, you know, percentages put out there by other entrepreneurs, by people that we look to for guidance and success that are, you know, success-minded. There's people like that where we, they, they go all these different statistics about why, you know, starting your day in a constructive and intentional way um, is so important. So I'm not going to go into date to a lot of detail about all of the statistics because that's not what you're here for. You're here to learn how this works for you and why and ways to really determine um, how to make your morning something that's really allowing you to jumpstart your day and allowing you to really be intentional with what's going on. So again, obviously, the name of the game here is always intentional and intentional living and creating life on our terms. And so holy hell, if this isn't one of the key tools in that entire process, because it absolutely is. And so basically, what you, what I want you to realize is that um, it allows you to set the stage for your entire day. It allows you to set the stage for how you're choosing to show up that day. Um, and you have the control of what that looks like. And so before anybody says anything, trust me, I work with plenty of parents. I work with plenty of people who have businesses that they have to be at the business at 5 a.m. Um, or they have kids that are up at the crack of dawn or whatever. Um, they have kids to get ready for school, those types of things. Like I've heard it all. And what I can tell you is, is that I have plenty of mothers and fathers and business owners with early start times who have rebelled against me for a while when it came to the morning routine thing. And then when they decided to give in and make a little time for themselves in the morning, they realized how big of a freaking game changer it was. So it's one of those things that at the end of the day, you can figure out how to make it work um, if it's important to you. And I really think that it's worth giving a shot uh, for a couple of weeks. As you know, I believe in, in committing to things for two to three weeks at minimum and to see and really um, acknowledge the benefits and whether it's for you or not. Basically, the idea is, like I said, you're setting the stage for your own day. Your intention, you're doing things on purpose, you're doing things on your terms. And so here's the thing I want you to keep in mind. There's several reasons why the way that you start your day is going to dictate the way that your day goes forward. How many times have you woken up late, been rushing around the house, 
whether you have other people that you live with or not and you're like rushing everybody around trying to get things together. For me, it's always like getting the dogs outside, getting them in, getting them fed, making sure everybody's taken care of, getting my stuff ready to go, you know. Um, That rush, rush, rush first thing in the morning, like if that's how you're starting your day, then the rest of the day is going to feel chaotic and be that same energy. There's just zero doubt. Same thing goes if you're starting your day in a pissed off mood. If you wake up angry and you're mad and you're running around like so pissed off that it's the morning and you're late and all this crap is happening, and then that's the way that the stage you're setting. That's literally what you're choosing. Like you're looking at the wall. Imagine this. You're looking at a wall filled with hats, okay? And each one of the hats has a mood on it. It has a state of mind on it. You have chaos, you have angry, you have depressed, you have unhappy, you have disenchanted, you have happy, you have content, you have excited, you have all these different hats to choose from. You're going to wear that fucking hat all day, most of the time. Obviously, we do have control and we've talked about other things about controlling your mindset and being able to shift things, but a lot of times when we walk into our day, we walk into our world, um, it's with that hat we chose in the morning and you know this is one of those things like when people come to me and ask me what's my what's the number one thing that you would suggest people to do it's this and it's journaling um journaling and minds are in um the morning routine are so key and they both are equally as important in my opinion but this is one of those things like if you're not going to implement anything else that i've ever talked about in this podcast implement this. Like This could be the one thing. So what I want to do is I want to talk about a few key things and then I'm going to actually just walk you through my routine because here's the thing. One of the number one questions I get after people are like, what do you suggest, you know, is morning routine? And then they're like, cool, what do I do? I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. So I'm going to give you a, a few things that I suggest starting with and then I'm going to walk you through what mine has kind of morphed into over the years, as well as like the three or four things that I do, even if they're for five minutes on mornings that I'm have less time. Okay. Cause that happens. And, you know, just to be super clear, I do this routine no matter where I am on vacation in a hotel. It doesn't matter. I do a version of this every morning and start my day on these terms and get these things done because I know how much they set me up for success. Not only This is, when I say set me up for success, I'm not talking about in your business. I'm talking about in life, in my mood, in my mindset, in my body and everything. So it's just super duper important. Um, So the three things that I wanted to talk about are giving yourself, and this is a big one for moms and dads. This is why like a lot of them, when we work together and work this out, they wind up getting up, choosing to get up a little bit earlier than the rest of the family. Because these like first 30 minutes, even if it's just 30 minutes, it is such a game changer for the way that you're starting the day. And then it allows you to start your little people's day the same way. Because here's the thing, like I remember watching the little man that I lived with get ripped out of bed. Whoop, we're late. Ah, here we go. And he's just angry and stressed and frantic. And he doesn't get to eat his full breakfast. And it's just, it's not a pleasant way for anyone to start their day. So if you can commit to this and then get your family on a routine like this, holy cow, everyone will benefit, I promise. Um, and then you're, you know, you're waking up your kids in a, a much more pleasant way and their mood's going to be better and their consistency in the morning gets better and it's not, doesn't have to be such an unpleasant experience for everyone. But okay, let me bring us back 
to what I was getting at. So the three things that I highly suggest most, no matter what, are making your bed because I'll actually record or include the video. Um, there's a, I think he was, he's like a colonel or something in the Navy, I believe. But I watched this years and years ago and the dude actually ended up writing like a whole book about why you should make your bed first thing in the morning no matter what, if it's the only thing that you do. And the truth of the matter is, is because not only is it something that then when you come home, it feels comforting to have a clean bed to crawl into, um, what that's all made up. But the biggest piece in it is it's a good thing for environment, for your, for just your mindset in general. But the biggest piece of making the bed every morning is it's the first accomplishment of the day. It's literally in your psyche. <laughs> it feels like you've completed something because you have, you've completed a task and to start your day in a way of feeling accomplished and like you've completed something really jump starts all of those good endorphins and all of those good feelings in your mind. But it also in the world of wanting to really build that muscle that we have that allows us to believe that we're capable of doing things and getting things done and marking things off the list because we are a very goal-oriented population. Starting your day by making your bed is starting your day or starting yourself off in that correct direction. Um, so it is just, there's a laundry list of really great benefits that come from it. I'll include the link to that particular video below and you can check it out. It's really short, but it's um, a great little speech and it's pretty inspiring for sure. Um, the other thing is quiet. Having a few moments of quiet for yourself is so important. Um, it allows us to think, to sort our thoughts, to maybe write a quick list for the day, to maybe just sit quietly with our own mind and our own body and our own being because for some of us, that's the only time we get all day long to be alone um, and to be quiet. And so literally five minutes of that a day can alter your state of mind in a really great and positive way. Um, The other thing is I really suggest whether it be showering or like just washing your face uh, and brushing your teeth, but doing something like that, um, it's it's definitely, so for me, I used to only wash my face and brush my teeth in the morning and I would always shower at night um, or sometimes in the middle of the day if it was a hair wash day, you know, but I switched that around um, uh, not too long ago and it has been a massive change and here's why. So when you're starting your day off that way, like that also can be some of your quiet time too, but it's also another thing checking off the list. But to take it even a step further, when I'm in the shower, what I'm picturing and thinking about, and sometimes it's for five minutes, like sometimes the quickest shower you could ever imagine. And it just depends on the morning. But when I'm taking a shower, I imagine that the water is just nothing but white light and it is literally just pouring over me, filling me up completely cleansing me, taking away all of yesterday, taking away all of um, last night, you know, starting me fresh, right? Starting me fresh for the day. And that is what I picture while I'm taking a shower. I don't think about all the things I have to do today. Instead, I'm like, man, I'm starting fresh. What a great way to start fresh. And that's how I picture and start the day. I usually make my bed first, do the shower, do the quiet time. If those are the, the few things that I have um, to do if I'm like running in a, in a quick little a shortened time period for the morning. Um, that happens and then I do a few pages of writing my reality. So, um, which we'll talk about in just a second. But I want to go over my actual 
morning routine, like what I do every day. Like I said, because a lot of people are always asking that, like that's the question that they ask for me. And I think that getting examples from other people is always really helpful. So I'll tell you mine. I'll give you some examples of things I've done in the past, um, some things that you could potentially put into your routine. But basically what I want you to do is pull a couple of things from this, especially if you don't already have any sort of morning routine. I highly suggest like you just pull a few things from this and start. Like I said, commit to doing a few, like making your bed and taking a shower. Maybe that's what you do every single morning. Making your bed and having quiet time for five minutes by yourself. Maybe that's what you do every morning for three weeks and see what happens. Here's what I do. And it is, I make my bed. I let the dogs out. We take the dogs out for a walk because most of the time when I'm home here, I have to actually walk them. So take the dogs out for a walk, give them food, jump in the shower, do my whole showering with the big shiny amazing white light routine get out you know lotion brush my teeth that whole thing and then I put on the coffee and usually start some breakfast and while that's happening straighten up if there's anything to straighten up and by the time my coffee's finished you know I'm dressed I'm ready I take my coffee and my breakfast which is usually oatmeal or something like that and I sit down with my book and I will read a page or two while I'm eating my breakfast And sometimes if I have the time, I'll read 10 pages first thing in the morning. Um, Sometimes I read two, sometimes I read 20, like it really depends. But for me to fill my mind with something like that before I'm influenced by anybody else, by social media, by, you know, text messages or whatever, it's giving me the ability to fill up my cup with something that I'm choosing. So doing that while I'm actually also fueling my body and, you know, taking in some nourishment is just a good little combo, you know, of the things. The next thing that I do is I put a little combo of the quiet time, but for me, I take it a step further and I do meditation and grounding while I'm stretching. So this is something that I've kind of cultivated over the years, but I used to actually, instead I would just sit and do a guided meditation for five or 10 minutes, depending on how much time I had. Um, I used the insight timer, which I've talked to you guys about before, and I would just type in five minutes or 10 minutes or you know five minute morning or whatever. There's so many to choose from. And I would spend five minutes with my headphones in and do a meditation. It's you know expanded now into, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes of me sitting with meditation music on. I usually sit on the floor, I light my candles, and I stretch while I have the quiet space. Sometimes that includes me literally just feeling into my body, into my tight muscles, into where it needs to be stretched the most. And then sometimes that includes me just sitting there breathing while literally like leaning forward and stretching my legs and my back all at the same time. It just depends on what my body feels like it needs during that time frame. But that's become something that, man, I'll tell you what, I like crave it. I'm like making, doing my coffee and in reading and I'm like, oh my God, I need to stretch. I can feel it coming on. So I do that and it's a really cool way to kind of wake up my body and get situated for the day. And then the other thing I do is pull out my journal and I'll write my intentions for the day. And so I've done a podcast before about writing my reality and how that's like my secret weapon, but this is a little bit different. So writing my intentions for the day is very specific to that day and what's going to happen. So say, like, for example, okay, so today is a Monday that I'm recording this and I had several things that had to be accomplished today. So in the morning, 
when I sat down with my journal, I wrote something like, I'm so grateful for this beautiful morning. I feel amazing. I'm so grateful for having a home that's so nice and cozy and for this time that I have. Today is amazing. I feel so energized and so happy. I'm focused on my work. I get all of my emails answered and communicate with my team. Pre-writing all of my posts goes really well. My phone call with Jessica goes amazing. She and I connect and we get a lot of things accomplished. I eat amazing food. I feel really great. It's a beautiful day. I record an amazing podcast and it just flows out of me and feels amazing and everything just works. And, you know, just those types of things. So basically what I would do is talk about what's going to transpire in the day and how I want it to transpire. So depending on whatever's going on that day, I just kind of pre-write it how I want it to work, um, how I want to feel, how I want it to uh, unfold. And so by doing that, I'm speaking it into reality, but I'm also raising my own vibration and starting that day with positivity and with feeling really good about what's going to transpire instead of being like, oh my God, I have all this shit to do today. Holy crap, this list is really long. I'm exhausted already. Like, oh, I don't want to do any of that. Which guys, like fact of the matter is there are plenty of times that that's exactly how I feel. But sitting in that state of mind isn't going to help anyone. It certainly isn't going to solve anybody's problems and it's certainly not going to make my day any more pleasant. It's going to make it way freaking worse and feel like torture, which is not the point. So writing my intentions like that is really important. And then um, writing my reality is the next thing that I'll do. Specifically, if I have time, if it's a rush day or whatever, or sometimes I sit in some of these pieces of my morning routine longer depending on how I feel. I don't always have as much time to write my reality, but it is always still a part of the of the routine. So something that's going to change here shortly is my garden. So first thing in the morning, I have to tend to the garden before it gets hot for the day. So I have to go out and water everything and pick whatever needs picking and de-weed, right? Take the weeds out. So that'll be something that'll be a part of my morning routine, which usually in the summer months, I actually wake up earlier in the mornings to take care of that so that it's handled first thing in the morning and I can really reap the benefits fully of the work that I've done in the garden at the beginning of the season. So that's something that alternates. Also, the amount of time that I spend outside with the dogs alternates depending upon the seasons. Something that I, I can think back to when I had a place that I needed to go to work to every day, you know, A big thing for me was making sure that I packed my food for the day and I had that all prepared. And so which kind of leads me into my next point, which is a lot of times a successful morning starts the night before. So basically at the end of the day, every day, I sit down and I used to do this in my bed and it proved to not be the most lucrative thing to do. So I started doing this out in the living room. So Finishing the day, I always make sure that the kitchen is clean, and here's why. When I wake up in the morning and there's dishes in the sink, it pisses me off. Like, it instantly makes me angry. It makes me angry for a few reasons. One, because then I have to deal with it because I need to cook breakfast or do whatever, and the dishes are all in the way, and it just aggravates the shit out of me. And number two, because then I spend the time. Like, I'm mad because they're there, but then I'm more mad because now I'm spending time in the morning which I'd prefer spending on something else doing the dishes. And it's just unnecessary. So every night before I go to bed, I do the dishes and straighten up the kitchen to make sure that 
when I wake up in the morning, it's ready for me. It's clean, it's pretty, it's ready. Same thing goes with the rest of the house, you guys. Like, a lot of people are like, yeah, whatever, Jamie, I have four kids and there's shit everywhere. Okay, well, your kids go to sleep, don't they? They go to sleep before you do most of the time. So most nights, straighten up the house or make that, you know, something you and your husband share or your partner share or maybe... You know, you ask your oldest child before they go to bed that it's their job to straighten up the living room and put things away, whatever. Anyways, just trust me when I say that it's worth the extra five to 10 minutes of just picking up. And for me, what that usually means is putting away a bunch of dog toys, putting away all the things that I pulled out to play with during the day, whether that be crystals or cards or notebooks everywhere and pens and, you know, coffee cups and just stuff that I used throughout the day and didn't put away or whatever. Um, A lot of times that means me, you know, folding up blankets and moving pillows and stuff like that. But straightening up, again, five to 10 minutes max of doing that. And then I sit down and I take a look at what's on the schedule for the next day. A lot of times I do what you call a celebration list, which means that I've written down everything I've accomplished that day. I usually do it during the day. Um, while I'm going. But sometimes at the end of the day, I just kind of take a look at that list. I add more things to it. I acknowledge how awesome I am and how much I got accomplished. Instead of focusing on what I didn't do, I focus on what I did do so that it builds me up and it keeps me in that positive state of mind, which is the whole entire point here. And so in doing that, I also take a look at what's to come tomorrow and write that shit down. And I'll you know, write, okay, tomorrow I need to focus on, I have to get these four things done. So I'll write those four things down. I know whatever my appointments are, you know, like I know I have four calls or two calls or no calls. So I don't write that stuff down, but I do write down, you know, if there are certain tasks that are potentially time sensitive or things that I really need to get done the next day, I jot those things down before I go to my room to go get ready for bed. And here's why, because otherwise That way I'm not laying in bed thinking about all the things that I didn't get done today, all the things I wish I would have done, all the things I'm going to have to make sure I don't forget tomorrow, like all of that stuff. I don't want that to be what's dancing around in my head at the end of the day. So I've created this little time pocket and it's like literally 30 minutes, maybe, to really simmer down from the day and set up the stage for the next day because there's nothing better and you guys got to just admit there's nothing better than waking up in the morning walking out of your room into your kitchen or your living room and it being clean you're like damn oh this is awesome and then you don't even have to think about it you can go about your morning routine and man I'll tell you what that in itself helps you start your day in a good mood and in a better state of mind so again it starts the night before you know, so I get done doing that little list that I have. I also have like a cycles journal that I write in at the end of the day, documenting a bunch of things that transpired um, in my body and stuff for the day. But then I go wash my face, do my, you know, skincare routine, which a lot of us ladies do. Um, and then I go lay down. And, you know, I wish that I would say that every night I read in my book, but I don't. Not every night. Occasionally, sure. A lot of times I watch an episode of a show, something like that, and then I go to sleep. That and that's it, you guys. And so, but the cool part is, is by doing that, and now when I was on the days that I have somewhere to go the next day, or I'm going into the office, or I was going into the office or whatever, the night before, I'd get my food together. I would figure out what I was going to take, and I'd put it together. So what's that out? Another 10 minutes to your bedtime routine to wrapping up the day. But man, does it save you a lot of time and energy and effort in the morning to just be able to grab that thing versus having to 
spend that extra time finding what you need, you know, to make your lunch or snacks or whatever it might be. So I just, I really highly suggest that. I know a lot of people that also go as far as laying out their clothes for the day. I know that sometimes I do that. It's not all the time. Specifically, I do that on leg day. If the next day is going to be leg day, I'll make sure to pull out. There are certain clothes that I like to wear on days that I'm working out legs. And so I'll pull those leggings out and I'll pull out those specific shoes and tops, you know, and have those pulled out. Or if I have, you know, appointments I'm going to, sometimes I'll pull out my clothing. But I have several friends who tell me that the best thing that they started doing at their bedtime routine was setting out their clothes for the next day and the clothes for their kids. So that way, that part is already decided. And sometimes they included their kids in that process. Sometimes they didn't. You know, each household's obviously different, but that's just a suggestion. Again, I'm just offering some ideas of things that I've done that have worked for me, things that clients have done that work for them that you can kind of pull from and give yourself the opportunity to decide and create or cultivate a morning routine that really works for you and feels good. Like the whole point of setting the stage, like think about that, setting the stage for you, for your day, for your night, for your sleep, for your morning. It's for you. And because here's the deal, you guys, if you're frazzled all the time and you're rushing all the time and shit's not getting handled and you're not taking time to breathe for five minutes and pay attention to the fact that you even exist on this planet, like it will eventually knock you on your ass and it is going to negatively affect you, your business, your job, and everyone around you. Like it's not serving anybody for you to behave differently than that and for you to get caught up in the hustle and bustle and make none of this a priority and snicker right now and say, yeah, Jamie must be fucking nice. Because here's the thing. I've had a family. I've lived in a house with grown children and a baby. I've lived in a house with a baby and me alone. I've lived in a house with a man and a baby. You know, I've lived in a lot of situations and I'll tell you what, there was an adjustment period but it's possible. And God, it's necessary for everybody involved, especially you, because you can't serve your highest good. You can't serve yourself. You can't serve everything that I know you want to do if you're not full and if you're constantly grasping to try to stay afloat. We all will have our days like that, but we don't want that to be the way we exist every day. That's not what we were put on this planet to do. We weren't put on this planet to put out fires all day and barely survive. Like, no. We're here to thrive, and that's why you're here. That's why you're listening to this podcast. So I hope that some of this shined a little light for you and, you know, maybe gave you some suggestions on things that you can add into your morning routine if you already have one, or maybe, you know, this is your first time and you're going to give it a shot and you're going to start making your bed every day. You're going to wake up 10 minutes earlier so you can make your bed and sit with your own thoughts for five minutes. Maybe that's what you do. You know, I have a client, just a side note really quick, I have a client who her husband work nights. And so when she would get up in the morning, he was still in bed. So she said, Jamie, I want to make my bed, but I can't because my husband's in bed. And I'm like, okay. I said, so what else can you do? And so we came up with something that would be her like one task that she would do in the morning. And a lot of times that included pick up the dog blankets. Like there was like a dog bed on the floor in their room and there, there was blankets on top of it. In the morning, she'd get up and let the dogs out. And she'd pick up the blankets, fold up the blankets and set them nicely. 
and then leave the room. Or make sure that she cleaned up the, the bathroom after she took a shower or got ready. You know, she put everything away where it belonged before she left for the day or before she went about her business. It was a task of just finding something like that to complete since she couldn't, you know, make the bed because there was still someone in it. <laughs> so, you know, just this stuff doesn't have to be so rigid. It can be really flexible to fit what works best for you. And that's the whole idea is to uh, do some trial and error, but stay committed for two to three weeks, you guys, and really let this become something that works for you and that enlightens and enriches your existence because that is the point. One last note I'd like to make is if you can prevent yourself from jumping onto social media and in your phone as soon as you wake up, please, please, please do that. It is one of the best ways... (sighs) to ruin your state of mind or prevent yourself from getting really grounded and focused within your existence and being present in your own house and in your own body and your own mind is by allowing yourself to be consuming other people's content, whether it be memes or posts or videos or text messages, the moment that you open your eyes. Giving yourself some time to be is extremely important. So I do suggest that you prevent yourself from touching that phone. Basically what I end up doing is I take a look at it and if there's like text messages or something, you know, unless you can kind of glance at a message and know if it's an emergency or not, right? Like that's not difficult. So you can do that and then put it down and go about your business. And I don't open messages and that kind of shit until 10 a.m. most times, most days, because I don't want someone else to be in control of where my mind goes. I don't want that. I want to be in control of that. I want to take care of me and my people because that's what allows me to be able to do the job that I do. If that's not what, if I didn't make that a priority, I couldn't do life like this, you guys. So I just wanted to take a minute and really point that last piece out. I will share those few pieces of content below. Um, we did talk about a couple of things in episode seven that will relate really well to this. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you should. I will put the link to that below as well. Um, as always, you guys, first of all, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope that wherever you are right now, that you are well and that you are taking care of yourself and you are allowing yourself to feel all the feelings because there's a lot of them going around in the world at the moment and that's okay. But just give yourself a minute to realize that like you are doing okay. You really are. We're all going to be okay. So I just want to send love to you. I want to send lots of gratitude your way for being here and showing up and listening. Um, As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. I love to see that when you share the episodes and let me know that you liked it. Um, When you share it with a friend, God, that makes my heart just beat out of my chest. I'm so, so happy when you do that. And if you have not already and you feel called to, please go leave us a review. We really appreciate that so much. And until next time, my friends, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.